Do you ever feel like your brain has 50 tabs open at any given time? I do. Welcome to the Uncluttered Office Podcast. Here I share what I've discovered from my challenges with ADHD and chemo brain. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. I'm a former Wall Streeter, now neurodiversity and productivity coach. I'm a certified productive environment specialist with well over 20 years of experience in business and office design. I'm a badass cancer survivor and thriver, a wife, mom of a teen and a cat, and a lifelong learner, aka a geek and old enough to be proud of it. I've learned that whether we lose our keys, misplace our files, or constantly forget our appointments, we can design a work and home life that is simpler, easier, and fits who we are with our unique brains. I believe that to be truly productive, we need to learn how to be intentionally unproductive. Listen in and learn how to create a plan to streamline your space and systems so you can be more focused and organized. Over the course of the next six weeks, we're reproducing a series from March 2021. It's six weeks of very short episodes teaching you exactly how to be more focused and organized when you're at work. They will include information about how to set up your office, how to manage your time, and how to declutter some of your digital information. I hope you enjoy them. I look forward to being with you in mid-July to catch you up on all the things I'm doing over this summer while I'm taking a little break from the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Please leave a review and share with your friends. Thanks. Thanks so much for joining me in my six-part mini-series with actionable strategies you could do right now to unclutter your workspace, your time, and your information. These are just a few of the pointers I offer in my From Fog to Focus coaching program. I decided to offer this series to honor the one-year anniversary of the global pandemic. Even after a year of working from home, so many people are still struggling with balancing it all or they've returned to the office and even the simplest tasks of our day-to-day work have completely changed. I'd love to know what has helped you most in this mini-series. You can reach me at katherine at katherineavery.com or callwithkatherine.com to schedule a virtual copy. I'm so looking forward to hearing from you and I hope you gain so much from this series. Hey everyone, Katherine Avery of ProductivityByDesign.com and host of the Uncluttered Office podcast. So I'm doing something super different. I'm running a mini series and I'm going to take you through how you can be more productive. If you're in an office space, if you're still there or back there at this point in the pandemic or in your home office, which maybe you've kind of had to cobble together and sort of figure things out. But anyway, these will be pointers for how you can be more productive. And where we start is something I learned in Productive Environment Institute, which is the five steps to stating your vision and making things happen. So I'm really excited about sharing this information because uh, I always learn best when I am um, giving an example. I've decided to use my program, which is coming out very soon called Fog to Focus, as the way to uh, share how this process works. So the very first thing you're going to be doing is looking at your vision. What is it you want to do and where do you want to go? So as you're stating your vision, you're writing it out. So for me, that would be writing out 
I'd like to create a new program called Fog to Focus, and I'm going to be launching it by April 1st. Always attach a date to your visions or else they'll never happen. (laughs) For me, if it's not on my calendar, it's not scheduled, forget about it. It's just not going to happen. The next step, step two, is to identify your obstacles. What are the challenges that are going to come up as you're creating your program? So for me, some of the challenges might be that I don't know what platform to put it on. When I first ran this program, I put it on email and I had a whole series set up an active campaign where the emails came out each day, uh, each day, each week. And I thought it was phenomenal. But the feedback I got was that a lot of people really wanted to access the program at their leisure. They didn't want to have to go searching back through emails. So that was an obstacle. And the way I fixed that is to now house everything on Thinkific. Obstacle number two, I don't know how to use Thinkific, so I'm learning as I go. And that's not a big deal. Um, It's just a matter of scheduling it, maybe talking to a pro. My friend Lou is really good at Thinkific, identifying your obstacles. Uh, Another obstacle is time. It takes a lot of time to put together videos, to create the marketing, to do the pre-launch, etc. So make sure you just quickly jot down each of the obstacles you might come across as you're setting something up that's new for you. And this can be the case for anything you're doing when you're stating a big vision. It could be that you're writing a book. It could be deciding that you're going to get very active on social media. So many options there for what your vision is. And then the corresponding obstacles for social media might be that you don't know what platform to use to post your Uh, social media, or maybe you've never created an image in Canva before. You get the idea. Step three, you're going to want to commit your resources. So what does this look like? This is, again, just writing down what resources do you think you're going to need? For me, I had to purchase the Thinkific program. So that was a monetary resource. I need to take the time to learn the program. So that's a time resource. I need to have people who can help me. Remember, I said that my friend Lou is really good at it. I'm sure I'm going to be asking him to give me some help, which I'll pay him for. So that's not only a person resource, but that's also a money resource. Same with my virtual admin. She's going to need to be on board to help me work on the back end and make sure things are running smoothly. So take a quick moment, write down the resources you need to commit in order to make your vision become a reality. That's step three. Step four, you're going to want to create and execute your plan. So the plan for me typically is that I take a big calendar and a bunch of sticky notes and I write down the various steps I'm going to have to take action upon on these little sticky notes. Believe it or not, color-coded because me, although if you've been following me long enough, you know everything I have is color-coded, including my calendar. And then I put all those little post-it notes on the calendar. So in this plan, it would be things like learn Thinkific, create the um, pre-launch marketing, of which this is one of them, this series, the mini-series that I'm talking on now, how to lose my words. And then other steps would be, of course, Uh, getting the information out there, talking to people about it, asking if some folks would want to be affiliates to help promote the program, creating the content, getting it all housed into Thinkific so it looks really good. Maybe there's some uh, PDFs I want to create with exercises and homework to do's to go along with it. That's 
creating the plan. Executing the plan is, of course, now taking all those sticky notes, putting them on the calendar. And then if you have a Google Calendar or similar like I do, or a project management software, putting those steps in there, then executing the plan is that, just doing it. J-F-D-I, as my friend says, just flipping do it. Very exciting step four, the chance to do something great. So step five is to sustain your success. And this seems to be the step that everyone forgets. We don't remember that we can keep doing that same something really well over and over again. So the way you sustain your success is maybe to have accountability, a buddy who helps you make sure you're staying on the track and doing the right things. That might be a coach. That's what I do. I'm a productivity coach. So maybe it's me, maybe it's somebody else. Another way to sustain your success is to celebrate everyone your wins. Make sure that you're always giving yourself a big high five or a pat on the back for getting something done. And then review, you know, the item, whatever it is for this it was the program. I found out the feedback from people that it would be much more successful if I moved it from just emails to an actual uh, learning platform. Another great way to sustain success. Here I am launching it again. Super excited about it. So that is it in a nutshell. You want to write down each of these steps from one to five, starting with stating your vision, writing down your obstacles and your challenges, committing your resources, executing your plan, and then sustaining your success. Very exciting. So that is day one. Stay tuned. On day two, I will be talking about how you set up your work from home environment to make a productive office. Even if you are working in a traditional office, these pointers still work. So I'm really looking forward to that. Thanks so much for being here with me on day one. And uh, once again, Katherine Avery, productivitybysign.com, your productivity coach who takes you from fog to focus and host of the Uncluttered Office. Have a great day, everybody. You've been listening to the Uncluttered Office podcast, available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and www.productivitybydesign.com. I'm your host, Katherine Avery. If you like what you've heard, please share this episode with someone you think needs it. I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews make my heart sing and can help even more people find the gifts in their productivity challenges. Thanks for listening and see you next week. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.